Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome back to 365 Days with MXM Tune. I'm Maya, a singer, songwriter, video maker, Oakland native, and a gamer. I'm also a big fan of history. I love untold stories, gross facts, hidden secrets, and anything weird, dark, and funky from the past. Each day, I'm going to share a few of my favorite deep cuts with you, so let's take a look at today's stories. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365. Today, in 2013, Microsoft announced the release of the Xbox One, the successor to the Xbox 360 and its third video game console. The presentation didn't go smoothly. In the weeks leading up to the announcement, rumors had swirled that the console would be an always-on system, meaning that it would be constantly connected to the internet, even when not in use, and that gameplay would be interrupted without an internet connection. From the rumors and leaks, it also seemed like it wouldn't be possible for people to play games from its predecessor, the Xbox 360, on the Xbox One. Making matters worse, in early April, a Microsoft Studios employee named Adam Orth had gone on a Twitter rant in response to the mounting backlash. Sorry I don't get the drama around having an always-on console, he wrote. Every device now is always on. That's the world we live in. He concluded the rant with a meme of President Obama looking unconcerned over the following message, deal with it. Orth chose to leave the company within days, but he'd stoked feelings of anger and apprehension among devoted Xbox fans, and it was under this cloud of negativity that the May 21st announcement took place. So let's fast forward back to the announcement. It was confusing, to say the least, and did little to assuage fans' fears. The Unveil video touted the Xbox One as an all-in-one system, emphasizing its multimedia capabilities, like its ability to integrate with your TV and your Skype account, rather than concentrating on gaming. Another focus of the presentation, a new updated version of Kinect, a motion-sensing device originally sold as an add-on for the Xbox 360. With Xbox One, Microsoft said that the Kinect didn't only come bundled with the console, it would be a required component. Something the Xbox One couldn't function properly without. Given that the company also touted Kinect's ability to detect your heart rate and facial expression from up to three feet away, this raised some serious privacy concerns as well. Microsoft spent the next month trying to clarify the confusion in response to fans' concerns. They said that the Xbox One wouldn't require a constant internet connection just once every 24 hours, so that the console could deliver download data to users and perform background updates. They promised that users would have full control over how Kinect used their data as well. But things just got worse from there. At the Electronics Entertainment Expo in June of 2013, Microsoft finally revealed the price for the console, a whopping $499, which was $100 more than its direct competitor, Sony's PlayStation 4. The feedback was so negative that Don Matrick, who was then Microsoft's president of interactive entertainment business, wrote a blog post personally responding to it. 
he announced a few major changes. Players could play disc-based games without an internet connection, and there would be no limit to reselling, lending, or gifting used games to others. One month later, he left the company. After all this back and forth, the Xbox One finally launched in November of 2013 with the controversial $500 price tag. It still came with a Kinect, but in another backtrack, Microsoft clarified that it would no longer be required for gameplay, just included in every box, and responsible for the unusually high expensive cost. Because of all the reversals Microsoft made in the months between the Xbox One's announcement and its actual release date, some journalists jokingly called it the Xbox 180, or the X-Bone, as in the company just throwing a bone to all the fans they'd pissed off. Still, sales were modestly successful. Reportedly over 1 million units in the first 24 hours were sold. Rival PlayStation 4, which was less costly and far less dogged by controversy, went on to outperform that significantly, though. At the end of 2013, Sony announced that it had sold 4.2 million units, in contrast with just 3 million Xbox Ones sold that year. Things began to turn around in March of 2014, when Phil Spencer was named the head of Xbox. A lifelong gamer who'd been at Microsoft since the late 80s, he was someone people deeply invested in the gaming industry trusted far more than his predecessors. Spencer was quick to admit that the Xbox One rollout had been mishandled, that the product didn't meet expectations, and that the company needed a reboot. He offered just that. At the Electronic Entertainment Expo in 2014, Microsoft announced they'd be removing the Kinect from the Xbox One and selling the console at a new price, $399. From there on, the company kept innovating. In 2015, they announced backwards compatibility, meaning that for the first time, you could play Xbox 360 games on the Xbox One. They eventually added original Xbox games to that as well. They also introduced the Game Pass, a subscription service that gives users unlimited access to a huge library of older releases. As of 2020, it has an astonishing 15 million subscribers. In 2017, the company unveiled the Xbox One X, a highly sophisticated gaming system that, once again, cost $100 more than its rival, the PS4 Pro. But Microsoft had learned from their mistakes, it seems, by building a console with consumers' wants in mind, and it went on to break the company's pre-order records. Last year, it's reported that 244 million Americans played video games, and Xbox One's revenue went up by 65%. It's possible that everyone being inside had something to do with that, though. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. 
Today, in 2017, BTS won the Top Social Artist at the Billboard Music Awards, making them the first ever K-pop group to win any Billboard award of any sort. It was a huge win for the K-pop industry as a whole, which had been struggling to break into the Western market for years, despite the massive international fan base that many Korean artists have. But none as much as BTS, whose fans are known for being incredibly devoted. Of which I am one of them. Now, if you don't know anything about BTS, which I would be surprised if you didn't, I am here to educate you. As a longtime ARMY since 2015, I know my fair share of BTS knowledge, so let me just give you a quick overview of who's in the group. BTS has seven total members. There's RM, or Rap Monsta, who functions as the group's leader, Jin, Suga, J-Hope, Jimin, V, and Jungkook. Each of them are incredibly talented dancers, singers, performers, and also, not to mention, incredibly handsome. They were formed in 2013 and are known, to fans at least, for writing and producing their own music. They're also famous for their elaborate, unbelievably synchronized choreography. You should definitely go check out the Blood, Sweat, and Tears video. Within the K-pop industry as a whole, the group started as an underdog. They came from an indie label and initially had to fight for recognition in their own country, but quickly rose to the top with their incredible charisma and artistry. In a way, this same dynamic began to play out at the billboards, but overseas this time. At the 2017 billboards, BTS beat out Justin Bieber, previous reigning top social artist, with the support of their massive fanbase, ARMY. They've won that same award every year since then, but it wasn't until 2019 that they were actually nominated in a music category, top duo slash group, which they also won. This year, they were once again making history with a Grammy nomination in a music category, they were nominated for pop duo slash group performance, but ended up losing to Ariana Grande and Lady Gaga. But we'll definitely be seeing more of them. Now that the American critics are actually taking note, it seems highly unlikely that they won't score another Grammy nom again soon. And now for today's final segment, I'm going to be going back into my own photo archives to see what I was up to on a May 21st in my life. Now, today I'm actually not going to look at a photo directly, but rather just talk about an anecdote that's directly related to the story for today, which was about the Xbox. So if you don't remember, I've talked about this probably a couple times on the show. I don't blame you if you don't, but I have a connection to Taco Bell. I was chosen to be a part of their Feed the Beat class a couple years ago, which is this program that they have for musicians and choosing, you know, different musicians to support um, with their music, which was really cool. It was one of the first things I got involved in when I was starting to do my own releases and working on music full-time. But eventually they sent me this really cool thing because I was a part of their program and they knew that I was a gamer. They sent me an Xbox One. But this wasn't any Xbox One. This was a Taco Bell Xbox One. And when I turn it on, it makes the iconic bell noise that everybody knows and loves. And sometimes I just turn it on to hear the noise because I think it's actually one of the most hilarious items that I own now in my own apartment, but I will never get rid of it. Thanks for going back in time with me, and remember to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you can come back tomorrow for more facts from yesterday. It's 365 with MXM Tune. New facts every day, so don't leave too soon. I'm gonna teach you stuff, no, it won't be tough. Gonna go a year till you've had enough. It's 365.